This podcast includes strong language and content that may not be suitable for listeners under the age of 18. Certain topics may be triggering for some of our listeners, so please listen at your own discretion, as it is never the intentions of myself or let me tell you to purposely offend anyone. You're in the mix with You're in the mix with What's poppin' my people? Welcome back and thank you for tuning into the first official episode of Let Me Tell You. First of all, I just want to thank everyone who took their time to listen to the introduction episode. It really let me know that y'all are rocking with me and supporting me through this. And of course, without your support, none of this would be possible at all. I wouldn't be doing this. So thank you again. And I hope I don't disappoint whatever unrealistic expectation y'all have of me. So for those of you who don't follow me on Instagram, I don't know what you are waiting for. (laughs) But for those of you who do, you saw last week that I posted on my story, I would pick the best topic that y'all gave me. So tonight we are talking about breaks in relationships or hoe phases in relationships. Do you believe in taking breaks in a relationship? Do you allow your partner, you know, like go out, maybe finesse a couple of drinks or, you know, gifts from someone? How far is too far? And if you do take breaks in your relationship or allow a whole phase, do you feel like the relationship could ever really bounce back? I feel like your whole phase should have been something that was explored before you got into a relationship because if you didn't allow yourself that sexual liberation before you confined yourself to one penis or one coochie for however long you gonna be with it you really cheated yourself you really played yourself you really don't even know what you like your entire idea of romance is whatever this one person has showed you you know for however long you've been together so i feel like that's definitely something that needs to be done before you get into a serious relationship however it may not always work out like that some people don't even know what it feels like to be single you're always in a in a in a controlling environment and i don't mean controlling as far as like you know your your man or your woman doesn't let you do anything or they're you know violent or anything like that i mean you're always in a situation where you have to respect someone's feeling you have to respect someone's boundaries their limits what they allow when you're single and you're going through your quote unquote whole phase you don't have to answer to anybody you may have one that you like more than the others and you feel like you may owe them some type of explanation about what you do during your day but you don't have to i feel bad for the 20 you know the 25 year old who's never gotten the 2 a.m you up text um but that's just me um but breaks in relationships i feel like if it's necessary it's necessary and it's inevitable it's either you know you don't want to be with this person absolutely at all you've made your mind up you out you about to get the fuck or you know you're not really sure but you know that you need some time whatever that time you know entails is is on you is on the individual party if that time is to get yourself together if that time is to you know maybe fuck somebody else if that time is to you know just reflect on what the fuck is really going on in your relationship if you need it you need it and there's no way to go around it now how to go about it is a completely different story do you open the relationship and say hey i'm gonna do me you do you but i'm not ready to stop doing us 
And what does that mean? Does that mean you're free to have sex with other people? Does that mean you're free to go out on dates and maybe finesse a couple of drinks and free meals from other people? And I'm gonna just be real with y'all. <laughs> I don't know what that will look like for my relationship. I feel like if we're stepping back, we're stepping back. You know what I'm saying? If you wanna go do you and find yourself, by all means, go do you and find yourself. But I'm gonna be doing me and finding myself at the same time. There's no sitting around waiting. Now, if you realize that what you was doing was fucking dumb and, you know, you want to come back and try it again and you realize that the streets wasn't really for you, if I'm still in that place and I still want it and I feel like I'm done with whatever I had going on, maybe we can try again. Now, do I feel like it will ever be the same once you come back? Hell no. <laughs> it's not, it's no way I can't sugarcoat it. I can't. I mean, maybe it'll be better, maybe it'll be worse, but it will never be the same. Now, shifting for the best would be the ideal situation. You know, you come back, you realize that, you know, the outside didn't have what you had at home. You know, bitches wasn't cooking, dudes weren't paying bills. You know, you come back and you appreciate what you already had and you do your best to make it better. And you never know what happens. Some people come back after a break and have a baby. Some people come back and get married. Now it's shifting for the worst is what we usually don't prepare for but seems to happen the most. I just feel like everything would be a, a problem or a trigger. You can't wear new cologne, you can't slap new music, you can't try your new sex positions. You can't even go back to the same restaurants because she gonna wanna know if you had the bitch there sitting in her booth with her favorite waitress. It's just a whole bunch of problems that could be avoided. Now, if you decide to take that break or that breakup in your relationship, and you better make sure that you're strong enough to handle it and you're strong enough to handle that person when they come back to you. Otherwise, it was for nothing and y'all could've just did your own thing. Now let's just say y'all don't take that break. Y'all decide to stay together, but be more open per se. What does that freedom look like for your relationship? Because I can tell you right now for mine, freedom in my relationship looks like San Quinn, Rikers Island. And I don't mean like, oh, he can't go hang with his friends. He can't do whatever he does. He can't make his own money. He can't be his own person. I mean, when he decided he wanted to be with me, he decided to respect all boundaries and feelings involved with being with me and vice versa. Now, if we decide later on that, you know, shit is getting boring or, you know, could use a little bit of seasoning, we can do that. We can spice things up. And that doesn't necessarily require bringing someone else into your home. There are ways that you can spice your own relationship up without having somebody else drop lorries in your fucking pot. Now that's not to say that our relationship has been perfect this entire time. It's just saying we're not taking our relationship advice from memes and horoscope.com. Y'all can keep that. But I genuinely wanna know, what does a break look like in your relationship? Or what does freedom look like in your relationship? I want y'all to head on over to my Instagram and feel free to drop it in my DM. Let me know what you think about you know, this subject for tonight. I also wanna know how y'all feel the relationship will work out if you do decide to take a break and then get back together. I wanna know what your expectations are. And if you've ever done it, what were your expectations versus the reality of it? I guess I just want to end this by saying if you do reach a point in your relationship where you're feeling like you may need more or you may need to step away, talk to your partner first. Talk to your partner first. There is nothing wrong with communication. There's nothing wrong with spicing things up. 
There's nothing wrong with adding on or taking away, but both parties need to be aware of the changes that are taking place. Let's change gears for a little while and have some fun. So one of my favorite pastimes is the polls I do with you guys on Instagram, where we post these random ass, you know, things from the shade room, Twitter, wherever, and you guys give me your thoughts, and then I give you mine, and we just have a good time with that. Now, in addition to the polls, I'm going to be doing this live on the podcast. Y'all have been sending me some wild ass scenarios over the past few weeks, and we're going to be getting into them all. I'm going to be taking a few of your responses and reading and reacting to them at the beginning of each new episode every Tuesday. So do not forget to participate and give me y'all feedback because again, I work when you work. We do this together. So let's get into these scenarios. The first one is your best friend buys tickets to a concert you've been wanting to go to for a long time. When y'all get there, you notice that they're obviously drunk, but you ignore it because you still want to enjoy the show. Upon entering the arena, they get into a fight with a random group of people and next you know security is taking your friend out. Do you stay and watch the show or do you go out with your friend? This is dumb. Who the fuck sent me this? First of all, (laughs) I'm not letting my sober friend go out anywhere by themselves, much less my drunk friend. That's just not even how I rock. Not okay. That's how all type of shit happens. Now, later on, I'm going to get on your ass. Like, you getting cussed the fuck out, homie, but I'm not letting you go out by yourself. And anybody who thinks otherwise is a horrible friend, dump them now. Next, ladies, your husband is dying. (laughs) Aren't these always fun? Your husband is dying and you're by his bedside. One day you come to the hospital to find a woman in his room with two children ages four and seven. He admits that this was his side chick and being unfaithful and that he was her primary source of income while alive. He passes away a few days later and leaves you his $2.5 million life insurance policy. Do you leave some money to his family? His family? Lord, to see even the way this is worded already got me in hell because I ain't doing that damn thing. But anyway, do you leave some money for his family? Be honest. Why or why not? Mm. I would definitely set up a trust for the kids for when they're 18 so that they at least have some type of head start as being adults. But your mama got to get a job, bitch. That ain't got nothing to do with me. She slept with my husband. She pays the consequences and the motherfucking bills. Next. Ladies, you've been married to your husband for seven years. Why is always a husband? I can't, but we going. You've been married to your husband for seven years and you have three kids together. You have the most loving, trustworthy relationship and you both built the best lives for your family. You feel more in love and unstoppable than ever. One day, he confesses one of the following, which is worse. One, he tells you that he had an affair and she's pregnant. Two, he tells you he's gay and he's met someone. I don't think either of them are worse. I think both of them are equally fucked up. So I'm gonna give you what I would do in both situations. Um, If my husband cheated on me and made a baby, um, he belongs to the streets. 
he belongs to that family. I've told my band a million times, I can forgive you for so much, but creating a human on me is something that I cannot bounce back from, and you, sir, would have no merit here anymore. What so the fuck ever? Your past has been denied. Your membership has been revoked. Your car has been declined. Eh, eh, it don't work here. Now, if my man were to come to me and tell me he was gay and he found someone, immediately, I the same thing I would want to know if he told me he was cheating on with me with a woman. I want to know your sexual health. We need to go get tested right now, and we need to figure out if we're both a-okay. And then after that, go on about your life, buddy. It's nothing here for me. You like what you like, and what you like don't come with my body parts. So, see ya. So you've been dating this guy for about three months, and things have been great. He's everything you've been praying for. All signs are pointed to him being your next boo. One night, he takes you out and tells you that y'all need to talk. He sits down and tells you he has a baby on the way from a fling he had before you guys began dating. He explains that he still wants to be with you. What's your next move? It's something that I'm absolutely the fuck not going to do. And you can give me a million scenarios where that might happen. Say it was a one night stand and he never knew she was pregnant, but she decided to keep it for her own whatever fucking reasons. I still can't do it because there is someone somewhere with an attachment to you that is greater than whatever fucking like you have for me. Like, could you at least give it a whole year to see if the fucking family is gonna work first before you try to bring me into the bullshit? I, I can't, I'm sorry. Next. So go ahead and tell me what y'all would do in those scenarios on my Instagram in my DMs, or like I said, email me at lemmetellyoupod at gmail.com where you can also send me your own scenarios or your own story times that you want me to talk about here on the show. Our second and final topic before we wrap things up here today, y'all, is going to be about relationships as well, but a little bit different. How do you feel about your significant other having a best friend of the opposite sex? Honestly, I feel like we put way too much fucking emphasis on this whole best friend thing. You know when there's more going on. We're grown people. Stop acting so naive. You know when a woman likes your man. You know when somebody is paying your significant other a little bit too much attention. You know when things are a little too handsy or a little too friendly. Now, if you feel like some shit is going on in your in your significant other's friendship that is inappropriate, and you try to put a stop to that or that friendship and they make it seem like you're a problem, then just take yourself out the fucking equation because all that, oh, I've been here, this has been my friend for so I don't got time for that. Um, I feel like if you have a best friend of the opposite sex, there should be no reason why your significant other and your friend should be able to be in the same room at the same time. Um, I feel like, of course, you cannot have a best friend of the opposite sex if your significant other hasn't even met them. You've met all my friends that are females. I've met all your friends that are males. Why haven't we met each other's friends that are, you know, the opposite, if that's the case, if it's just friendship? I feel like that already is creating some underlying ass sneakiness, you know what I mean? And I feel like it does make a difference if it's a friendship you were already in when you met your significant other versus a friend that you made while you were with them. Because if you made this friend while you were with me, how didn't we make this friend at the same fucking time? It just doesn't make sense. But by no means should you feel, you know, offended, insecure, or any type of fucking way about your significant other having a best friend of the opposite sex as long as you feel and you know and you're secure that there is nothing else going on. I don't know what else to really say on the subject. I don't feel like I have a lengthy perspective on it or anything. I just feel like it's all common sense. 
and respect that we all should just use and have for each other as adults. So in all, I guess I can wrap up this entire night and this entire discussion about relationships by just saying have fucking respect for one another. As long as you have a respect for one another and the love is of course already there, I think you'll be good. It's not gonna be perfect. You may need to take a break. You may need to step away. You may need to spice things up. I mean, all in all, it just depends on the couple and the individuals in the relationship. There's no blueprint or guideline or stars you can read to map out the perfect fucking relationship. Whatever works for you, works for you. If you're the type of person who feels like you can't have a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend that has a best friend of the opposite sex, then don't even put yourself in that situation. And if you are in a relationship where you feel like you need to add a little seasoning, you know, a little lorries, then try doing so first without adding another chef in your kitchen, if that makes sense. But again, I'm not the expert on relationships. My relationship isn't perfect. I'm just telling you to use your common fucking sense before you possibly throw something away that you can't get back. But if y'all the type of people that like extra hands in your pot, you know, it's a big kid's game out here. And if you ain't ready for it, you might just wanna stay your ass on the bench, is all I'm saying. And if you feel like you're gonna be doing you and they're gonna be doing them, either y'all need to break up and not be doing it the fuck at all, or y'all need to find a collective and respectful way to do it together. That's it. And that's pretty much all I have for y'all tonight. I know the episode was short, but we're still getting a feel of it. This is just the first episode. And like I told y'all before, I really have no clue what I'm doing. These are just some questions that y'all have sent me. And I wanted to get my feedback on them and just kind of have fun with it and catch the vibe, get a feel for it, and get over this awkward ass stage of talking to a microphone in front of my mirror. Next week will be better, y'all. I promise. I have some real topics that I want to discuss. So it will be a more structured episode and a lot more put together. But until then, let me know what you think about this episode. Give it a thumbs up. Give it a thumbs down. I don't care. Just let me know that you're still here with me. Share this on all your socials. Tell your friends about it. And don't forget to come back here next Tuesday. But let me tell you, I am your girl Luminini and I am out.